Ah, uh, okay. Alrighty! Was that cringy? No, Welcome to You Know More Than Me, the podcast where I talk to people who know more than me. Is that title self-explanatory enough? Yes. Today, I have my very beautiful roommate and best friend, Nicole Evans. Aww. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Just oh, got off to... work. Yeah, you're going to have to talk louder than that, Mama. I'm sorry. I'm no, shy. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> shy. It's good. <laughs> no, we're sitting on my bed, very chill and very relaxed. Um, yeah. Um, so Nicole is primarily here because she knows more about beauty standards than I do. And she also knows more about makeup than I do. And she knows more about probably a lot of things more than I do. She knows more about tarot cards than I do. She, there's a whole bunch of things. But today, primarily, I want to see if we can't just talk about makeup in general. So when did you start getting into, like, makeup? Um, I honestly started in middle school. It kind of just, like, I started watching um, YouTube videos. And, like, what YouTubers? Not a specific YouTuber. I would just look up makeup looks, and I would just watch a whole bunch of random makeup mm-hmm. looks on YouTube, and then I would watch them and like do them as I was watching the video, and that's basically how I learned how to do makeup. Did you like? Were you like naturally talented at the beginning? No, no. Like you'll see old photos, and it's well, terrible. Yeah. I've seen some. <laughs> Yeah, those middle school advanced pictures. Yeah, it like started getting good, like like going into my freshman year. Like Mm -hmm. that's when it fully got good. Freshman year, high school. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. Did you find that you were better at some things than others? Like, were you better at eyeliner? Because like right now, like I feel like people identify you as like eyeliner and lashes. Mm -hmm. I feel like people mostly, like, know me from eyeshadow, though, because I do fun colors. I guess and when lashes. I look at your face, I notice the eyelashes and the eyeliner right away. Yeah. They make your eyes look big and doughy. And you also use highlighter, pretty uh, I use liberally. it all. I use it all. Pretty liberally. <laughs> yeah. Which is good, I mean. And the one thing that you and I talk about and you always ask this question, even if we're going to like our school cafe or anything like that, you're like, should I do a fun look or should I do this? Should I do? And I'm like, I don't know. Do it for your, like, don't do it for other people. Do it for yourself. And you always tell me. I always say I do do it it for myself. myself. I just want something fun to do. Yeah. So when you say that you do it for yourself, go into depth about that. Like, why do you do it for yourself? Um, So I kind of, like, look at makeup as, like, more of, like, a hobby than, like, hiding any insecurities. Like, Mm -hmm. I would say that I used to be insecure in middle school, and makeup was a way to, like, boost my confidence. But Mm -hmm. as I got older, I learned to, like, love myself without makeup and with makeup. Mm -hmm. But it kind of turned into, like, more of a hobby the more I started doing, like, more fun looks and, like... Honestly, the first palette that really made me love, love makeup was actually the James Charles palette, which is kind of, like, cringy now, but, like, he has such fun colors in there. It made me, like, experiment with makeup and do a lot more fun things, but... He was canceled for a hot second. Yeah, he was. But then he rebuttaled. He was like, actually, 
No, they are, not me. Yeah, exactly. So. But then um, I kind of see it more as like a hobby and like an art form. It's kind of like art, like mm-hmm. especially when you do it at such a detailed like level. Yeah, because I mean, one night you did an eye on me and I tried to like recreate it. Um, It had like white eyeliner, which was something I've never seen. And like you used pink and stuff like that. And I was shocked of how to even get one straight line. Like I could not for the life of me get one straight line. I had to keep going over and over and over again. And that made me respect it way more. Cause sometimes I'll be like, okay, let's go, let's go. And then you're like, no, I'm doing this. And I'm like, ugh. but then now I'm, now <laughs> I'm more like, I've learned how to do it in like 45 minutes. No. Yeah. You're fast now. And like, I mean, I mean, there are still moments that I guess I'm just waiting to, go but i'm also an impatient person most people that do a full face that don't do makeup like three or four it takes hours them like two hours yeah i'm like 45 minutes let's go well the drag queens that i watch like uh trixie mattel she's a big drag queen she says that it takes her at least like three to four hours Dang. yeah but she does drag drag drag, drag. <laughs> yeah. also she covers the back of her head because she's bald and her oh, neck yeah. and yeah so and she uses contour like it's an actual paintbrush <laughs> so but going in with makeup do you think that there's a standard of makeup now that like women should follow or do you think it's all like subjective anyway so like people should play around with it more or like um i think that there's not really like a right way to do makeup but some mm-hmm. people it is like giving them a confidence boost some people is to be creative um honestly though i know that a lot of girls are too afraid to do like the creative side i always have a lot of girls at work tell me like oh i wish i could do that but i just can't and i'm like well like it takes practice just like anything else Mm -hmm. and they're like well i'm not naturally good at it i'm like neither was i right so so do you think uh, you're a musician too? You started in college as a music ed major and a vocal primary, and then you found other interests in psychology, and so then you kept doing voice lessons and whatever. So you're still in chapel choir, uh, which is our top choir at Capital University. Which also, I need to say this: this this podcast is brought to you by WSU Radio and also Capital University. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, do you feel like? part of music helped create and help practice makeup because you had to get like ready for concerts and stuff and like Um, I guess I I guess maybe like growing up watching like these big artists with fun like makeup looks Mm -hmm. like Lady Gaga and like I don't know like you always see people with crazy cool looks on stage so Mm -hmm. I would say that could be part of like my creativity process mm-hmm. with it, but um, I mostly just did it on my own as like a side hobby, right? Kind of as its own individual hobby. So I wouldn't say that music really had much to do with it, but well, I was talking like because I'm getting ready for choir concerts, like mm-hmm. doing makeup has to be a little conservative, but you can still kind of play around with it. Yeah. Do you think that that was good practice? Yeah, I mean, I guess I always did it no matter what, though. I guess doing makeup on other people for the musicals was pretty cool because... Yeah, I forgot that you did that. 
Didn't they pay you? Um, they were gonna pay me once I graduated, but then the musical got canceled. Oh, because of yeah. COVID. Yes. <laughs> Sigh. God, yeah. COVID ruined a lot of things. But anyways, um, <laughs> is there a favorite part of Fear Face that you like doing? Um, I would say eyeshadow because it's just like fun. You can like play more with play it, play around with it a lot. It's like actually painting. Yes, it's like the creative part of it. But you say you're not good at drawing or painting. Yeah, I'm really not. I don't, I only, it confuses the heck out of me. I'm like, how comes I can do such crazy things in my face, but I can't like I draw know. or anything. Like, I think you should give drawing more of a me chance. Me drawing a straight line, no, it won't happen, but I can do like a wing. <laughs> yeah, you can do a wing, no problem, but those... Like, you know those things that you, like, uh, in middle school, or not in middle school, but, like, elementary school, you, like, write the word boy, and then you can make a face out of the word boy? Yeah. I you can't. can do a full face, but can't make the word boy a boy. No. LMAO. <laughs> uh, do you ever do, I know some makeup artists, they'll, like, practice on their arms. Have you ever practiced on your arms? No. I usually just always use my face. Mm-hmm. Practice. Practice. Wait. What is it? Per- oh, wait. What? Practice doesn't make perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. It's what I learned at Drum Major Academy. It's one of the things that they taught me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But so what, there are obviously like trends that go around. Is there like a favorite trend of yours? Hmm. That's a hard question. I would say this isn't the question, but my least favorite trend. I wish no one would have started it because everybody, like three years ago, sees themselves with big blocky eyebrows because oh, no one knew wow. how to do them. It was terrible. I was part of that too. It was not good. I did not like the wavy eyebrows. I guess I that wasn't a like trend. The, like. I like straight eyebrows. Not wavy. I guess I do like it when they're like wispy and like mm-hmm. more natural like that. But I don't like it when they're like almost look like bushes on people's like eyebrows. Yeah. And then halo eye was a big trend in like the 2010s to like 2017s. Yeah. And now a lot of girls that I see, like um, our friend Emily, you sometimes do it. Heck, even like a couple days ago, I did it. Like you put like a little bit of highlight right at the corner oh, of yeah, your like eye. Oh yeah, like a fun bright color in the mid- like right there. Yeah, and I just corner. used highlight. Yeah. Yeah. I like my favorite makeup trend would probably be. That's such a hard question. Um, Sharp nose contour. Used honestly, to be really my thing. favorite thing is cut crease because it makes such a like a precise line. Precise line. It makes it look so cut and clean. Mm-hmm. I guess I really liked freckles, but yeah. you had to do it just right because otherwise yeah, they look like looks, acne. Yeah. <laughs> but people born with natural freckles, I'm like, oh, you're so pretty. Um, but yeah, I also, there was also people uh, who do like, um, they'll like buy different eyelashes and they'll cut it up. So like parts of their eyelashes are longer than the others. And then companies just started making eyelashes like that. Or like, like the wispies where it's like. Mm-hmm. Or, and sometimes they'll just do like 
right here and then they'll oh, put like yeah 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 and the, like the single ones right like yeah. stones and then like glitter eyeshadows oh, i love the stones i think a big thing that has helped people like enjoy like the art of fun and creative makeup is actually the show euphoria that's like yeah. made people like appreciate it for some reason i mean i also think like Drag Race has had a huge part in it, too. Drag queens yeah. have had a huge part in like, the makeup community. Honestly, like, now that's why it's, like, trending, I feel like, because of the TV show. But, like, yeah, I think drag has been, like, what's... Drag and YouTube community has been what's made it, like, Yeah, really thing. prevalent. It's what made it, like, big. Yeah. I don't know. There's also this YouTube artist... Um, they're also a comedian. Their name is Juno Birch. Do you know them? They paint like their whole face blue. They paint their whole body blue, and then they do uh, like little, like white, like little um, dots on their like cheekbone and like down here to make it look like they're shining. Uh-huh. And they add it on like their glass. I think that looks really cool. That's a thing that I like. Are you know. thinking you're talking about the Blue Man Group? Oh my goodness! <laughs> the Blue Man Group is my favorite musical artist. Not that. Not the Blue the Man Group. Blue Man Group is my favorite. Not musical. Squidward. They're not a musical. I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's part of the joke. Blue Man Group is my favorite street artist. Because they, like, pretend like they're street artists, but it's, like, such, like, a heavily produced it's thing It's just, now. like, entertainment. Yeah, I've seen them so many times now. I saw them once. I saw them in New York and Chicago and Florida. Three times, man. Three times. Every time, it's the pretty much the exact same show with the phones. Yeah. I mean, every time it's still cool. They creep me out when they get close to me. Like, I get yeah, they almost picked me out. one time. The guy looked at me and he was like, and I was like, no, I no. I would be genuinely freaked if he picked me. I'd be like, um. Do you think they get good at makeup? Do you think they paint themselves? Um, no, I think that people paint them. Probably. It's probably hard to paint themselves. I don't know. There are some. I don't know if there's ever been blue women. I guess minus the Avatar movie. <laughs> well, because the only reason I think they might do it is because I don't know. they I know it so, so well. I don't know. And they do it so often. Because they also they, have to paint cost... their entire bodies. They probably have some that just really fast at it. Well, they don't have to paint their entire bodies. They have tight, like really tight, like skin, skin, skin tight, like costumes. Oh. So that way they don't have Whoa, to paint that, everything. They look like they're actually painted. That's weird. I know. But, like, I think that it would cost more money than it's worth to get someone to paint them for them. That's why I think they might just do it themselves. Maybe. On, like, a hiring standpoint. I don't know. Apparently, like, RuPaul doesn't really even paint her face anymore. Not, like, paint as in, like, with a paint roller and going up on her face. But, like, like makeup. I don't think she, she doesn't do her makeup anymore. That's crazy. People do it for her. There's, like, a weird big scandal, That's too. That's kind of how it is. Like, I know that um, sometimes... Like, obviously, Jeffree Star does his makeup, but I know I've seen him, like, before he does his makeup for, like, a meet and greet or, like, a big opening of his new palette or something at Morphe. Like, Mm -hmm. he'll have someone do his makeup for him. Sometimes it is a time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, I guess, people can do it better if they see your whole face as they're doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm too picky. Like, I don't like it when people do my makeup. Because I've done it myself my entire life. I cannot do makeup, so. (laughs) 
That's my sister's done my makeup before. Is, it's so much harder to do other people's makeup than it is to do your own makeup. Like, mm. than it is to do your own makeup because people have, like, different, like, faces of... Like, the shape of their face is so much different, different. than yours. Or, like, their eye shape, the lip shape, the, like, texture of their skin. Like, yeah. all, you have to take all of that into consideration. And that's why people get jobs out of that because it is really hard and it has become such like a staple of culture now i I did someone's makeup for prom and i was like oh my gosh because like my eyes are like very they go down my eyelids they go down very far yeah they're not hooded i have like so much room for makeup well i Mm -hmm. had a girl who did have hooded eyes and Mm -hmm. i was like this is so much harder like Mm -hmm. and then her skin was a lot drier than mine usually is so it was harder to like not get it to be look dry on her face. Oh, that's why they say you need to really watch. It's called Glow Up on Netflix. It's the it's the uh, makeup. It's a makeup competition on Netflix, mm-hmm. and they say that like prep is like the best. Yeah. is the biggest. I thing. had to like do like a lot of moisturizer, do a specific primer that was for people with like drier skin like a moisturizing primer and on top of that i had to put setting spray on her face before i even applied the is makeup good or bad for your skin um it's i know it's getting better most of it is considered bad because it can get in your pores but honestly i live by this the fenty beauty um, foundation has never hurt my skin, ever. Like, mm-hmm. I think she made it to for, like, your skin to not break Sensitive down skin. stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe she used it because it was, like, she was whenever, having that problem. Whenever I use, like, a drugstore one, I always... Because it's cheaper, I guess. I always break out really bad. Not to say that it's less good, but... Right. I understand. can make you break out. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I use, I have like spot treatment stuff that my sister got me for like, not like acne. Well, it's for acne, but it's not spot treatment. Like it has like cortisol or whatever in it. It's yeah. acne. Beca- like it's like uh like a green stick that I use mm-hmm. for like to get like to contrast the red. red. And then I have like a regular foundation and it's like Mac. I think it works pretty well. I never, it never really hurts. It never makes me break out more or less. It just, sometimes I worry though it makes my face grosser honestly though that's why a lot of like makeup people have a lot of really good skincare products so they yeah. don't really i want to try it's like PEMDAS. <laughs> i know <laughs> i want to try like um does the pimple popper lady she has slmd skincare and stuff like that i want to try that because like she has beautiful skin and i'm like does she do it for herself i kind of need to work on skincare a little bit but like i would rather like have more money to buy better makeup than skincare (laughs) guess it's one or the other I mean, my skin but... hasn't had the worst problem breaking out. I used to have to see a dermatologist because my, oh my skin God. was so bad. My skin is so bad. Ah, I have so many whiteheads. I, like, try so hard to not pick at it, but every single time I, like, my hand, like, I'm brushes against way. my face, I feel a bump, and I'm like, Everything, gotta like, go to town. Everything, on my skin, if that's there, I will 
pick at, pick at, poke. I was in the mirror today and I was looking and I was like, if I touch this, I'll just want to touch more. Yeah. So then I turned around and I said, okay, it is time to stop touching my face. And then I went right back to the mirror and touched my face. Yeah. And then I stood there for about 10 minutes just picking at my face. And I, but I used like, my dermatologist was like, okay, use Penoxyl. And I was like, okay. So then I used Penoxyl to clean my face, wash my face in the morning. And then she's like, at night, then like moisturize and like wash your face again with this other guy. And I've been doing it and like my skin is still nothing better. So now I'm kind of like, maybe I should um, get Accutane. But I've heard that's really bad for your body. Oh, really? I heard that it can give you like really bad depression and it can, and I already am like depressed enough but like it also can like um give you back problems and oh, stuff wow. like that so i'm kind of honestly like, mm. it might be just balancing your hormones accutane no like a lot of your um acne problems has to do with the imbalance of hormones yeah and they say like drinking a lot of water will help but like uh... it does help but the thing that helped me is like I honestly started birth control just because of my skin. The dermatologist told me to. And she said because it balances your hormones. That has a reason right. as to why so many kids. So like, on birth control. Yeah, and a reason as to why so many kids, especially in middle school, break out because their hormones That's are like whack. That's the one thing that a lot of people don't talk about is that like they get on birth control because it also helps their skin. No, birth control does so much more than just... just Actual birth control. Yeah. That's oh, so funny. Interesting, too. That's why everyone gets really mad when, like, the government tries to, to take it away. Take it away hmm. Because hmm, there's much more to it than just that. Think about women who want to take that away from themselves. Imagine. <laughs> I got into another Facebook fight today. It was bad. How are you going to do a full 180 Dua Lipa out here? But you can't <laughs> even... <laughs> practice what you preach i was like no no yeah i religion i'm having my friend tori on for religion and i'm so excited a lot of like christians get taught under like a organized group and then those people teach people wrong things and then yeah it's like playing a giant game of telephone yeah but it's like hey maybe if you actually went to the original text you would understand. And also, like, thought of it in a more, like, not to get political, but, like, liberal way. Like, religion can be seen in a liberal way. Well, like, I think people get confused when people say liberal or conservative. Liberal does not mean Democrat. Liberal means you yeah. are using it freely. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I just think that, like, people take Christianity and, like, twist it into something hateful and as an excuse to be hateful when that's not what you're supposed to do. And if you were trying to be like Jesus, which you are supposed to be doing, Jesus walked with, like, uh, he walked with the misfits, he walked with the people who weren't following the rules, he walked with anyone who was struggling. Yeah. If you're trying to be like Jesus, you try to uplift people. Do you think um, any like makeup trends like well let me rephrase. Do you think some well there are some I know religions that like are like don't wear too much makeup or something like that but it's not so much like those religions saying like don't wear too much makeup as it is people just being like 
don't do this because you don't need it. Be modest. Yeah. Like, I, like, my whole life I've had people be like, you don't need all that makeup, you. And you're like, you're right, I don't need it, but I want it. And that's what's a healthy relationship. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I know I don't need it. I'm not doing it for anyone. I'm not putting it on to please anyone. I'm putting it on because it's something I like to do. It's like there's a whole reason that people call it painting their face. Yeah. Because they literally are painting their face. And it's, it's an like, expression. It's an expression. It's an art. It's not to impress anyone. I, I'm not going to be like, hmm, let me put on this blue eyeshadow for this boy I'm seeing. No. I'm, well, there have been moments <laughs> where you said that. No. I'll, okay. It's just like, how do I want to express myself in front of this boy? Not Right. I think not people, yeah. let me paint my lips red because I'm going to kiss this boy. It's like, let me do it because I like the way it makes me look and it'll make me more confident on my date. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup, I think, is one of those things where it's like a, it's for me, but it's also an added bonus of yeah. For me, if and... I'm ever asking you how I should look based on who I'm seeing. It's not because I care. Like It's not like, oh, I want to cover up my insecurities. It's like, how oh, do I I, how, do, how do I want to express myself in front of this person? Because A red lip for last. <laughs> a blue lip for I'm cold. <laughs> like, I even, like, one time my grandma was like, aren't you gonna, you can't put on all that much makeup. Like, she was like, don't you know that boys don't like that much makeup? I'm like, yeah, and I don't care. Like, they they know that knowing me, if they know who I am, they know I'm gonna put that much makeup on regardless. Like, Right, and if they don't like you for I'm that, like, then they are not the one. And if they don't like me for that, then bye. Bye, because it's something I love to do. Like, Yeah. I like boys that compliment my makeup. It makes me happy when they're like, ooh, your highlight, or I like your little, like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like it when guys, like, actually appreciate it and tell me Mm -hmm. it looks good. My arm skin is really soft. Yeah. So... (laughs) It's I don't not, know how that ties into makeup, but I guess I was saying my face is not soft. It's not a compliment to me when people or boys are like, you don't need that. You look pretty without it. it. No, I know. Not You're to like, sound like Not to sound like full of myself, but like, can you tell me I look pretty with it on and without? It's like you look pretty both ways. Exactly. Well, I think it, and I always, one of the big things that I highlight when I'm making these podcasts is contrast. So like... With makeup, like, it's a huge thing that, like, lifts people up and makes people positive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also, it can be a thing that people get enthralled in in a negative way. It can be something that people use as a way to... And it, and it can be a financial thing. Like, uh, for instance, like, Jeffree Star and Jim Dawson and whoever, they, like, use it as, like, a way to, like, almost not manipulate, but almost as a way to, like, just for profit sometimes. Um... No, I, it's, the thing is, they do use very good products, and it's very expensive, and actually, like, I've done my research, and, like, Jeffree Star has even, like, he even makes it cheaper than it's supposed to be, just because he cares so much about how the product is gonna turn out, and he takes it very seriously, 
But and there, but you have to agree that there's some level that they are just trying to rake in money. Um, I just know personally that his stuff is very much worth it. However, I will say places like Anastasia, Stila, like those other high-end stuff that you get at Sephora, yes, they, it's, because, like, that's something that Jeffree Star talked about. He was like, I do not overcharge my makeup. Yes, people like Anastasia, people like Stila, people like um, Too Faced, they charge way too much for it just because it's, it's an expensive brand, kind of like how Abercrombie would charge too much because it just has the name brand on it. They do do that. However, I do know that Jeffree Star doesn't do that. He actually makes it less than it's supposed to be. Okay. See? <laughs> you know more than me. I, I didn't know that. I, I mean, when I think... I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a cynicist, too, so whenever I think about that, I'm just like, oh, they have to be doing it for money, they have to be doing it for this and that and all. You know, I will say they... He... Even though he's not the best person, he does know what he's talking about when it comes to makeup. And he's actually very good with how much he charges for it. Because that stuff is nice, like what he puts out. I can't speak to that because I have never bought any of his products. But I believe you. But, yeah. But going back into that, I mean, let me ask you then what... Let me ask the fans. (laughs) The stupid video. Anyways, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Never mind. Next, um, what do you think are some negative things about makeup? Um, I will say, like, in middle school, like I said before, I did used to use it as a way to just cover up my insecurities. That's what it started out as. And I think a lot of girls still struggle with that. They're like, Oh, I can't go out of the house. Like, I used to literally be like that. I mean, I can't go out of the house without putting on my foundation because everyone's going to see my acne. Like, I literally used to be like that. If my grandma asked me to go to the store with her, like the grocery store. And, like, I think girls can get so obsessed with that. And, like, honestly, because of today's society and how you have all these beautiful girls on ads and stuff. That's just how it is. But mm-hmm. I think it's... Separating makeup as something that you use to cover up and separating it as something that you just like to do. And that's really hard to do. I mean, it took me a very long time to get to that point. Mm -hmm. But what helped me was taking a break from makeup. So I didn't wear every single day. I switched, like, between, like, one day I'd wear makeup to school, one day I wouldn't. And it's just getting comfortable with letting people see you without it is the way to kind of overcome it. And I think if people overcome letting people see them without it, then they will feel a lot better. And I think that's pretty much one of the only negative things about it. It's just, like, girls will get too comfortable with themselves with it and feel too insecure without it. What has been the best part of makeup for you? What has been the most life-changing part of makeup for you? Such a hard question. Um, honestly, probably just like it's a way of expressing myself. Um, I don't know. It's also just like 
helped me, like, I mean, like, yeah, it goes with expressing myself. And when you're able to express yourself and, like, find things that really express yourself, you can, like, it just builds up your confidence so much when you find that thing, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, like, the same thing with style. Like, once you find your really good style, it makes you so confident. So, like, once you get really good at makeup and you find something that you really like that helps you express yourself, it makes you and your confidence just glow. So I would say that. Well, there you have it. I think that that... That was hard to explain. No, I think you did a great job. I think that uh, that's a good place to end. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on and sharing what you know and love about makeup. I think you had some amazing points, and I think that... Makeup really is something that's more expression and art than it is and will ever be about actually covering covering up or being a mask. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Thank you again so much for coming on. Um, And join me next week when we talk to Quinn Schneider and Ben Hemming about what? About sports. Yay, a complete curveball. Which is interesting, a complete curveball. Yeah, a sports analogy. <laughs> where, uh, where we talk about sports and the statistics of sports and the masculinity and what's toxic, what's positive, you know, me and my whatevers. All right, well, thanks guys for listening, and I will catch you next week. All right, bye.